not surrendering. I don't rhyme for the sake of riddling. Some claim that I'm a smuggler. Some say I never heard of you, a rap burglar. False media. We don't need it, do we? It's fake. That's what it be to you, dig me. Don't believe the hype. Continue podcast, <laughs> episode 91. My name is Anthony John Agnello, and I chose Public Enemies Don't Believe the Hype, which is not a slow jam, but a barn burner. Because I yeah, wanted boy. the world I wanted I wanted the world to know don't believe the hype about that Balan Wonderworld oh, dog. Oh boy. Balan Wonderwalls. Good game. Oi! Bam <laughs> Roy! It's good shit, isn't it? <sighs> it's fucking good, man. Balan Wonderworld, right? I wanted to use you. I'll say Yuji Naka. I want you to make a weird gesture for me, so I already made one. So I fucking smack you. You make another one. Uh, that's there. You go, everybody. Noel Gallagher. Su- yeah, Susan was not here last week when uh, <laughs> Anthony said ba- Balin Wonderwall instead of Balin Wonderworld, and then proceeded to act like Noel yeah. Gallagher from Oasis. Noel Gallagher for wow. like most of the show. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. Th- Did you make that's tea? What we inf- we. <laughs> I oh, you do you do you have someone right? used to make me do this for me. Now I got to do it for myself. And I. It's because people don't fucking buy records anymore. <laughs> people wonder why there's no fucking rock stars. Oh my god. Uh, we are rock stars. We're we're proper rock stars. We have uh, none other than Susan Arndt. Watch Ted Lasso. If you Yo. do one thing for me <laughs> in your lives, please make it watching Ted Lasso. Thank you. Yo, how about how about that evil Giles though? In, I know, I know. Evil That's so Giles. Fun. It's he's got to be having fun with that. Like oh, he's like, I, I get to be such a dick. Every human being in that show seems to be taking such true pleasure in what they're doing. Yeah. Like it, it that show reeks of people making something that they actually want to make. Yes. Uh, it it just it could not be, it could not be more uncynical if it tried. I, I know. I, you I, keep. I'm very waiting, happy about it. Right, you keep because the the central character is so pure and kind mm-hmm. and nice, and you keep waiting for that to be the butt of a joke, and it mm-hmm. never is, and it's and, and you always beautiful. Yeah, like, it, it, going with that, you keep expecting it to do the prestige television thing, where it's like, and now here's the seamy underbelly. Like, here's the true darkness right. that lies in the hearts of these characters, and it'll tip over into, like, tragedy, and instead it just skirts the line. It's like, no, people are flawed and complicated, and they're really good and really bad at the same time. And yeah. They have good days and bad days. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it is. It it truly. It's. I. Russ got annoyed. I watched the entire thing. I just like binged it straight, yeah. and he's like, "I can't believe you watched that without me." I'm like, "Look, I asked you to watch it, bro, and you said no." So he's like, "Okay, well, I'm like, but I will rewatch it with you," and I'm rewatching it while he's doing, it, and it and it's still amazing. Like I know what everything yeah. that's going to happen, and it's still just so. It's like. It's like the smell of freshly baked bread and mm. really nice, fuzzy, thick socks when it's cold out. Uh, Dave, 
you once said we were talking about Peppa Pig and you once said if you don't like Peppa Pig you hate happiness like you you hate joy in the world and Ted Lasso is Peppa Pig for adults okay that's that's the that's the best that's way that's on the I apple the apple tv it is on the apple yes, yes. Okay. yeah I'm yeah to check that out. uh that's very good. Uh, that voice of skepticism you hear is none other than our staff, Roberts, Dave Roberts. No, I had a moment like that. I was watching. Uh, so we're a season behind on Top Chef just because we watch it on Hulu instead of mm-hmm. uh, on, on TV. And they're they're always a year behind putting those out. But uh, it, it's the All-Stars season in L.A. that we're watching. And man, like... I don't know, reality shows run the gamut, right? Like, there's some that are just... You, you watch it because it's just a train wreck of hu- humanity. But, like, the thing that I like about Top Chef is that, like, even though everyone is... Like, they're all competitive. They all want to win. But they're all, like... They all respect each other's craft, for the most part. They're, like, fucking Brian Malarkey. Uh, oh, but, Jesus. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, Susan knows what I'm talking about. But, no, yeah. there's one episode in particular where they have, like, all of the family members like joining that like every person has a family member or family friend or someone important to them coming to help them um make a dish for the competition and uh this uh, one woman her mom is like like 70 years old and she just like the the heat from the lights and the exhaustion from cooking she just passes out right and so, like, everyone, like, you know, instead of just going, like, oh, well, I have my own shit to do, like, everyone's just like, okay, well, what do you need? And, you know, like, the, the, the TV producers weren't like, no, those aren't the rules you have to, no, they just let them do it. And everyone was just pitching in to help her make her food, even though, like, doing so means that she could probably be, it, it was just, like, one of those moments you're like, you know, yeah, but sometimes people are okay. It's like it's like not just people, but like re- like like seeing people on TV. It's it was like a surprisingly wholesome moment for. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Do you watch Bake Off or no? Oh, I do watch Bake Off. Okay, but again, all right. But like Bake Off is like an oasis, right? Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, <laughs> like nothing is like Bake Off. Ba- like like no. you were you were talking about wool and sweaters. Like that show is yeah. like like just curling up and like it's raining a little bit outside and you got your little your whoopee your little yep. blanket and you're just like drinking some tea and if yeah, they know that show's nice if they could put bake off the 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 energy of bake off into a pill it would cure depression <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. Like, if you, they could just somehow crystallize that and you could put it into your body on a daily basis, shrinks and, everywhere would be out of business. And it, 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 would, it would taste like a, like a cinnamon scone going down. Yes, it would. Yeah. Just slightly Gee, no. warm. You, you, said, you said Great British Bake Off is an oasis, but what oh. if it was just oasis? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just imagining Noel Gallagher on British Bake Off. Oh, this scone is shit. This is terrible. You call yourself a fucking baker. You all being nice to each other. You make me sick. And then he just collapses into a cake because he's. <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> that's the that's the whole show. It's just him ruining everything. <laughs> or what? Um, or, or what if he took it really seriously? It was like I got a tip of this chocolate. Because I want to make the swirls properly for the top of a cake. 
Oh, look at my garnish! It's crap! I, got off. I can't serve that to the judges! It's insulting! <laughs> He's just really nervous about it all. Now I want, I want that show to exist really badly. That would be great. Uh, and he's just going to use the word geezer repeatedly. Um, <laughs> Calling Paul Hollywood a geezer. <laughs> it's fucking geezer. All right. So we, I, I think, I think where we should start today is with a game that I think Susan and I are in, inevitably going to play. I I've already bought it. Are, I purchased oh, you already it. Bought it. I you did. already bought it. Uh, I, I've, I've purchased the soundtrack, but not the game yet. <laughs> That's so on brand. That's I know. I've done I know, that before. I, 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 what, what do you What do you need? All right, so Dave, you you were interested in Paradise Killer, yes, and then you finally played Paradise Killer, and it wasn't. It didn't just look like a Dave Roberts special. This turned out to be the ultimate Dave. Yeah, Roberts special. it's like a convergence of everything that I like in video games. Really, uh, yeah, like you were talking about it on the podcast. Like, okay, I gotta get it, and then you sent me like this, like the the title track from the soundtrack yeah. which is literally like oh the algorithm found a song that would appeal to david roberts the most here mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. uh and then like a day after it was on sale for like 14 bucks in the e-shop so i was like well i gotta okay the stars have aligned and i got it i bought it on i, I took a day off on monday i did not stop playing it until like 11 at night and then finished the game on my lunch break the following day. Love it. Wow. Love to hear yeah, it. I have, I have not done that with a game. I can't, I can't remember the last time a game just, like, grabbed me and was like, no, you have to finish this now. You have to finish this now. Mm-hmm. So, I'm... Okay, so I pulled up the website because I feel like this is one of those things where it's, like, it's really weird and describing it's one of those things where like no these are all things that happen like they're in the Mm -hmm. game i'm not making this up (laughs) i'm not making this Uh, up so i'm just gonna read the the about copy from the website just to give you a sort of an overview to make sure that i get everything here okay paradise island a synthetic rock floating on an ocean in another reality filled with lunatics psychopaths and a thousand secrets Each island fails, and a new one is born. On a dark night during the 24th island sequence, Paradise is killed. The surreal Paradise Island is home to the Syndicate, immortal worshippers of dead alien gods. The player assumes the role of Lady Love Dies, an exiled investigator brought back to solve the mass murder of the Syndicate's council. Using Starlight, her investigation assistant computer, Lady Love Dies will scour Paradise Island for clues in her quest for justice. Will she find a single culprit or unravel a conspiracy centuries in the making? Paradise Killer is a free-form, open-world, first-person exploration investigation game. The player investigates the mass murder of the island's ruling council as they wish, piecing together clues and forming their own arguments to present in the endgame trial. By choosing how to interrogate suspects and finding any evidence in any order, the player will discover not a singular truth, but a truth they shape and craft. Find your truth and breathe life back into paradise. I, I still... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yes, it, it, it is 
baffling and it, it's just and but the thing is is that it there is an internal logic an internal consistent logic that when you start the game it feels very alienating because it's just like okay so like it opens up and it gives you the intro like okay so there's this group they form an island every like few centuries they they kidnap people from the real world to bring them into this synthetic island and sacrifice them to these elder gods because they're trying to resurrect them and like basically make this island that contains all of the gods and they can take over the universe well, like, whatever the 25th island was supposed to be perfect and is about to be created but Right before everyone was going to go to the 25th island, the council gets murdered. Like, like, like a dozen people, like of the high ranking officials of this council all get murked. And so you plays a woman named Lady Love Dies, who is exiled on top of this giant, um, this, it's not floating. It's just, it's like a, like a, like an island on top of a pillar. And like the game opens with you grabbing your computer and they're like, okay, come on back. And you just fall down onto the island. And then title card, the music's like the saxophone from the theme song is blaring. <laughs> and you're just like, you're, okay, you're emotionally what? transported yeah, into you're, a you're, bomb tree. Yeah. And you're just like, what, what is this game? But as you spend time with it, as you're slowly exploring the world and pulling at all of the different threads, it makes sense. Like it's not your. What, it, there, what it, do you do? What do you? What do you? Yeah, thank you. What do you do? What do you physically do? You walk around and you talk to people. <laughs> like that's kind of it. it. Like it, it's 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 kind of misty in that way where there's no enemies. There's no like there's no combat. There's no conflict other than you trying to figure out what's going on. So it's the, first person. It's, it's first person. What do you see? Uh, like, do you are you walking around? Are you going room? Like, is it just static room to room? No, it's what is it's, it's like a free form first person. Uh, it's it's like a like a like a first person map. Like a big like like think of the map from like uh, PUBG, right? It's just a giant okay. island, and you can run around, and there are like buildings to look in, and there are like various landmarks on this island that you can okay. go to and explore. But rather than like you know shooting a hundred dudes, you are just finding people who are like, oh, I I'm the doctor. I live on my boat. This and I, I'm right next to my clinic, my doctor boat clinic. Question. And you are you like picking up items yeah. and using them? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, you're you're talking, you're finding the people who are all suspects in this murder, and you're talking to them, and you're uh, asking them questions about what's going on, and it all gets logged in your investigative like computer. But as you're also exploring, there are items that you can find. Uh, there's uh, like blood crystals, which are currency that you can use to unlock uh, different abilities or buy uh, uh, items from vending machines, which will eventually unlock clues that you can um, use to solve, like find different aspects of the mystery. Uh, but there are also like, yeah, like you'll, you'll just run around, you'll just kind of wander around and like one, like one of the parts that really sealed it for me was like, I was just wandering around heading toward the, the, the scene of the crime, right? Trying to like 
invest just like starting my investigation at the scene of the crime okay what happened to these people who got murdered but then i saw a staircase going off and above uh the this giant council building so i go up the staircase and i get to the top and there's just this statue of this like goat demon with like fucking fire pillars around it and you're like okay well there, and there's something to pick up here like uh, some little bit of lore that explains who this goat demon is uh, and why he's important. And you look to your left, and you're like, oh, I'm, that's the top of the council building. I'm just going to jump over there. So you jump over there, and there's clues up there. There's like, huh. oh, there's like tire tracks. Like, oh, that's weird. There's a there's a, uh, a grappling hook up here. That's weird. And I climb down where the grappling hook is, and there's a grate that's been forced open that shouldn't be forced open. You're like... Oh, that's weird. So, so yeah, as you, ex- as you investigate all these things, they all go on your computer and they're all adding to your personal knowledge of what transpired on this island. But the thing is, is because it's an open world game, because it's free form, you can start the end game trial whenever you want. Interesting. Huh. And because you're the only investigator. Like, that's your job. Everyone has their own jobs in the council. You're the investigator. As long as you have evidence to back it up, like, you're, like, they'll kind of take your word for it. So, like, I ended up piecing together what I believe is the truth of what happened on that island. But, like, there are some clues that I had that didn't really they they leave lingering seeds of doubt in my own interpretation of what happened and i feel like there are different ways that you can interpret certain things if you don't find clues say when you start the final thing where you can accuse and then subsequently execute different people based on your observations because again it's like well you're the investigator your truth is law what you interpret to be truth becomes fact in the end so, game. So, what is so fascinating about this to me? It's it's wild. Is it like so? Even when you're describing it and you look at it and you know the aesthetic, it feels like these people are like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sort of make an amalgamation of these different things that we're all passionate about you know we're gonna pull a little dragon Roomba a little yeah Ace Attorney a little little Persona a little uh, little Suda 51 a little little City Pop yeah yeah all that shit but it coalesces in something that sounds unlike anything else I've ever heard of and it's so cool like just Hearing you talk about this game after I've been playing Oberdin for the first time, mm. because Oberdin is this top to bottom reconsideration of the entire idea of an investig an investigation game. Yeah, yep. Like it just recontextualizes everything from the ground up structurally, but Oberdin is so like it's amazing but it's so rigid like it is mm. it is very 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 restrictive it invites you to make all the connections in your head but at the end of the day there is like a way to play it right yes and you you 
you gather your evidence and when you finally have that eureka moment you're like boom here it is and you i mean you you straight up feel like poirot right like you're you're like aha behold i'm i'm i did it paradise killer is like o- almost like this other evolutionary end mm-hmm. of that sort of thought process like it recreates the investigation game but it, like it sounds like you're not like solving it like you're creating you're creating the story as much as you're yeah, like the, and that's the weird thing about it because it really does feel like that like like i do feel like there is a solution to the game but the game doesn't like it's it, the game does not end when you found everything it's not like phoenix right where it's like there is one hard truth you have to present this piece of evidence to make the story go forward and or you know or even like Danganronpa uh where it's like okay so we have to solve this case to make the story proceed as it was written by the designers it's no it's like did you find this yes then it may contextualize other things that you've already found it may open up additional dialogue options with the suspects that you've already talked to and you can go talk to them or you can go like no no i i've got it fucking whatever we'll go to the thing and i'll accuse the wrong person but i've got enough clues to make that stick and the game it's weird because at first I was a little disappointed in the ending because it does just kind of end with, uh, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, like it's, it's stuck with me in a way because the game is just like, are you happy with that outcome? You have to live with it. Like mm-hmm. there's no, there's no, there's no mad, there's no like multiple ending scenario where it's like oh here's this big long thing based off of what you decided it's just this is what you chose and this is how you have to go forward into the 25th island you have to live with that you have to be okay yeah it's yeah it's it is a oh it's it's an it's an intoxicating game it really is it's 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 uh and the thing is too like there there is a part of me that does wish it was a little not weirder but a little bit more opaque because it does Mm -hmm. like because it is a strange world but it has an internal logic and it does explain itself to you eventually but by the end it it like i don't know the thing about suda 51's games is that like even though those games have a logic they're still like it doesn't always explain itself to you it doesn't always present all of the information you need to fully understand the world so you always feel just a little bit like like i don't belong here you know Mm. whereas paradise killer by the end of it you're like oh yeah no i could i could hang out here all day and you're like i don't i don't know like it, it feels like the mystery of the world dies once you figured out everything but that's i guess the nature of it being a like sort of a legal detective type game is that like you need to have the player be able to understand it and be satisfied with the logical connections that they're making but in doing so some of the mystery is lost well sure yeah I mean, so, you're solving a yeah. mystery, therefore. This actually, it sounds like the evolution of uh, something that was tried in L.A. Noir, 
which mm. was if you asked the wrong question or if you put somebody on the defensive, certain avenues of investigation would be closed to you. You absolutely could accuse the wrong person. You could get the wrong person arrested. Same thing in the newer Sherlock Holmes games from Focus Interactive. Same thing. You could find the evidence that you find, come to a wrong conclusion, and because you're Sherlock effing Holmes, that person's going to go to jail, and and it might be the wrong person. And I like that. One of the things that, that always disappoints me in, in detective games is how you get forced into the air quote correct solution. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I recognize that it's really difficult because people are, have different levels of acuity when it comes to mm-hmm. solving puzzles and, and the logic leaps that you have to make. And I, and I get that. And you want them to have the experience that they're meant to have. That's what happens in Phoenix Wright. Like, Phoenix Wright, you can be a complete idiot. Doesn't matter... At some point, you're going to end up asking the correct questions and presenting the right evidence, even if you just have to try every single thing, one after another after another. So I really like this this direction that we're going. Like, no, we're just going to lay out all the pieces for you. Some of them are going to matter. Some of them aren't. We're not going to tell you which is which. You make a... The the justice soup you make of that is on you. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is, like, there are characters that you'll meet that are, like, well, they're kind of suspicious, but also I kind of agree with them, Mm. so maybe I don't want them to get in trouble. (laughs) So, yeah, like, you can, like, it's very hands-off in the way that it allows you to um, present your case. Which is really the only, like, really my only complaint with it is I do wish that the dialogue options were a little bit more like L.A. Noir, where you could fuck Mm. up. It doesn't feel like you can really piss people off to the point where they just stop talking to you. You can just pick whatever and, like, you'll get your clues and you'll, at the end of the day, you'll have what you need. Uh, But, I mean this was what like an independently developed game by a handful of people uh what they did i like it's it's super impressive it's like it's like they took one case from like danganronpa and rather than like they, they put all the detail that you would into one case into making it its own game um it's check it out it's super cool it's like a six so, it's like six to eight hours i think it's i i have a question for both of you and this is this is something that we're going to get further into as we talk about what susan has been playing uh in the 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 notion of like a lot of copycats appear when something is successful mm-hmm. right uh well why do you guys think that like investigation and detective games are having such a moment because it doesn't feel like Oberdin kicked it off. It felt like Mm-mm. Oberdin was part of it. Like it feels like this thing that's been brewing for four to five years. And for the life of me, I can't find the patient zero. I don't know what was the thing that sort of triggered all of this fascinating experimentation with investigation games. I, I don't know what it is, and I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are. Well, 
I don't like it's weird to me to like because I don't think that there's ever really like not to say that there isn't a patient zero but I think that if you want to find a patient zero you have to go back to like the 80s you have to go like because these games have been around forever it's sure it's just now that we live in an era where like any type of game can because anyone can make games because anyone can put a game out there and say look at me and because any kind of game can end up getting swept up in like a cultural zeitgeist like you know i i just think there's more of an opportunity for these sorts of games to become popular but like phoenix wright it was is a part of an evolution of games that were you know like yuji hori from the 80s making portopia serial murders um you know like adventure games in the 90s with point and click stuff it's just i i feel like I don't know. Like these games were always here. It's just now it's but there. Paradise, I, I get what you're asking, Anthony, and I I think yeah. the patient zero, if you will, is Call of Duty. Okay. Because you have the prominence. It's 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 all about external versus internal, right? So you have the dominance of online games as a service shooter. It's it's the epitome of not brain right yeah because it's all about relying on other people reacting to other people which is not to say that they're stupid games because they require strategy and planning and reaction and all that but they're a little stupid they're a little dumb but (laughs) but it's it's very much about what is what is outside the player the player responding to that and i think that in in any kind of artistic movement you get the swell of the popular and then you get the people like oh my god if i see another shooter i'm going to lose my mind what is the opposite of shooter it's something very very internal where you have to think where you have to consider where you're reasoning and a, a i think probably her story and seeing what was possible in the terms of creating a non-linear narrative Mm-hmm. And how well that worked, and it's 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 that combined with a, a wanting to do something more internal, and also the desire to do something smaller. Because as you know, budgets are going to big games with big graphics, with big this and big that, and big 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 everything so big, and it's like, can we not? Can we not? Can we not? Can we tell mm. a smaller story, a more interesting story, a story? And 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 I think Disco Elysium went in this direction as well. Can we do something that is more about the person and about how people interact with each other and the the way we 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 can all look at the same object but see it completely differently. Mm-hmm. That's what I. So that's what I think your patience is. That's a, that's a fascinating. Answer. And I, that's a I think there's thing. there's a connection to to like the rise in popularity of like true crime pro- podcasts and yep, true crime yep. TV shows. I think like mm-hmm. uh, I think just the era that we live in is such that there are unexplained things. There are things mm-hmm. that exist outside the periphery of our own personal knowledge that we don't know and we may never know and i think that that like 
you know, like people are drawn to that. And I think people now are drawn to that more than ever because we live in such uncertain times. We're looking for something that we can solve. Man, uh, it's, I, 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 I'm so excited to see whatever is next. Like yeah. what comes after Paradise Killer. I kind of hope they don't make a had, sequel. I know, and I, I really, it's funny, Susan, you mentioned her story and all these amazing sort of experimental things like your Oberdins, your uh, Disco Elysiums and her stories and Paradise Killers. N- nobody who's made one of these sort of revolutionary uh you know, new investigation games has made a, a really good follow-up. Like True. They, mm. Nobody's nobody's been able to do it a second time. And uh, I, what was the the her story follow-up Shit. that was trash? What was it even telling, telling lies. lies? Telling lies. Technically, right, right. like from a from a from a mechanical standpoint, incredible. I just could right, not possibly but, have cared less about the story it was telling. Right. Right. Bad story. I I'm I'm. I'm interested to see all of these, like, wh- who who has the next thing? Who has the next weird fucking coelacanth? Uh, not coelacanth, that's too old. Uh, wild evolution. Uh, albino crab. Weird, nice. uh, this metaphor is not working at all. <laughs> all right, so, shifting gears, but related, because I think that this game's success also comes from that desire for an internal experience that you were talking about, Susan. I think that Animal Crossing speaks to people because they want something that's so reflective of themselves and uh, about patience and mm-hmm. internalization and then sharing that that sort of inner exploration. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. But Animal Crossing is... Animal Crossing and has never been effectively imitated ever. Uh, and it sounds, Susan, like you've been playing a game uh, called Little Wood, Little Wood that tries and fails. Oh, completely, completely fails. Now, to, <laughs> to be fair, because I don't want to be a jerk. I mean, obvi- this is an indie game. The sizes of the dev teams are completely different. The budget is completely different. Animal Crossing benefits by being a premier brand for Nintendo. Let's get all of that out of the way. It is also designed for multiplayer. Littlewood is not intended to be a multiplayer experience, so there are going to be key differences there as well. Great. With that out of the way, I'm not going to say it sucks, because it doesn't. It just has no point. So the I like the I'm going to say, the, the, the shtick of it is you are it's it's this is this okay, like imagine you've you've played the big RPG. You have the fight with the big bad, you win. Ah! This is next week. This is the week after that. You are the hero of legend. You've lost your memory because of course you have. And you wake up in this little town and your, your besties are there, the ones who were in your party when you fought the big bad. They're like, yay, you're awake. That's awesome. You don't remember anything. That sucks, but whatever. It's cool. Everything is safe and happy now. And now we live in this town and they've made you the mayor. So it's kind of up to you to fix everything, but it's cool. Like do it at your own pace and, and what have you. And so you improve the town and you grow 
crops and catch fish and raise animals and as new people you meet new people and if you do certain things to the town like plant a certain number of trees or whatever they will go oh wow this town is rad and they will move in and then they want you to, so you have to build a house for them and then they want the house decorated a particular way so the loop is you you are upgrading your skills and going out into the world to collect resources and upgrade your skills. And then you you gradually unlock the items you need to decorate these people's houses the way they want and add new things to the town. Now is the point when you ask where you ask me, like, okay, what happens when you've <laughs> done all that? Oh, oh, it's it's not only that. Like I'm I'm waiting for the shoe to drop because as you're describing this, in the same way that Paradise Killer is like a Dave Roberts special, mm-hmm. all this shit sounds like Susan Art Town Fight. Right. Like this is this is this is your extremely your shit. This like, is the resource gathering. Yes. The the townspeople request suiting. Yeah. The, the, this is you, like the game. It is. One of the people who moves into town is actually a duck who's a foodie <laughs> and he opens a restaurant. <laughs> right? Why are you, be- why aren't you, like, this is the moment where I'm expecting you to start, like, screaming so yes. good. Like, I, that, but, but something's, something's rotten. <laughs> Something right. is wrong. So, you, you build the things when you, when you begin the game, you discover that they're like you're in you're in your town, and you discover there are other locations. There's the port city. There's the endless forest. There's the mines, and you can see that there are other places to open up and unlock. But you gotta fulfill certain criteria before you can visit them. Okay, I'm intrigued. Yeah. And in the endless forest, there's three different regions of the forest, but you can't go into the second two until you up until you level up your axe. Skill, yeah, all right, cool. So I put in the work, and I upgraded my levels, and I and I and I finally met the big bad. I found him hanging around. He's like, I don't know who I am, but nobody seems to like me. And I'm like, that's okay. Come move, come move into my town. And then I started dating him because he's got blue hair like I do, and we'll have cute little blue-haired children, and it's great. And I keep waiting for the payoff. I wait, I'm waiting for the thing you find where he finds out whatever. And he's like, oh no, I'm going to destroy the world again. Or, or whatever you, you, you upgrade all your skills to the right level. And suddenly something happens or you, I'm, I'm waiting for the thing. There is no thing. There is none. Or if there is, it requires so much unrewarded effort and unguideposted effort that it you get bored before you ever reach huh. it. And and Animal Crossing, and I consider, I'm like, how can there possibly be no thing? Animal Crossing doesn't have thing either. Animal yeah. Crossing just it goes, and, and the goal is, is what you make it. It just is. And I thought, well, okay, well, why is that satisfying in Animal Crossing and it's not satisfying here? And it's because this game ticks on the paper, ticks all the boxes. Like, there's crafting, there's Mm. fishing, there's... Okay. But it has no soul. Mm. It has no charm. The love isn't there. When you play Animal Crossing, it feels like your space. Like, all Mm -hmm. of these things are there for you. 
Whereas in Littlewood, you 100% feel in service of the world. You feel like mm. the world wants you to do something, but it's not going to tell you what. And if that's not the case, if, if this is meant to be like, this is your place and in, invite like an Animal Crossing, you get the villagers into your town that you want. In Littlewood, no, 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 no. You're supposed to do the work to invite all of these people here. Great. Why? What happens when I do that? <laughs> and it, it like is the answer nothing? Like there's as far as I'm aware, the answer is fuck all. Well, and it it also feels like it's set up like at the start, it's set up expectations in your head too that this is all going somewhere, right? Yes. Like like yes. like with like the, like there is a store. Like with Animal Crossing, you know you just show up on an island and you're hanging out. It's hanging out yeah, time. Yeah, hang out, hang yeah. out with the ducks mm-hmm. and the like. That, that's all. That's it. That's the only expectation that you have. Whereas this, it sounds like like Dark Cloud, where you're like, oh, okay, yes. so there's uh, right, like like there's 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 a bad guy and there's a story and there's I build this village and then that's in service of me to go dungeon crawling and then there's yep. another village and then I eventually beat the bad guy. But it sounds like the bad guy never. Well, I mean, he came. He's just you're you're dating him now. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> what this feels like to me is like those. Hearing you talk about it, it reminds me of those mobile games like Tiny Tower. You know, yeah. Where it's, it's very where it's you're you're like okay, this is cool. I build this skyscraper and people move in, and I'm building little hotels and and shops for people to work in and to live in and to 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 do stuff. And I get more money and I build the tower bigger. And then every time, inevitably, in those sorts of games, I'm like, okay, well, where is this going? Oh, nowhere. Mm-hmm. You just it's you're just wanting me to give you money just making the numbers go all right and then and then you stop you just i just walk away and that's what this feels like it feels like eventually you just keep doing it until you're like i'm done and then and that's yeah and that's where i'm at with it there's this one location where there is a a locked chest for each of your skills and when you get that skill to level 99 you can open it I'm like, okay, maybe the whatever it is happens when you can open these chests. I'm so bored grinding (laughs) these skills. I've done, everybody lives in my town. I have all the buildings that you can build. uh, And I'm only like level 65 in some things. Like what, you want me to grind farming for another 30 levels? Why? Sounds profoundly disrespectful of your time. I think that that is, I like honestly, I I I can't, I can't imagine like there being a greater sin for a game to commit. And the the older I get, the more I find that if I ever bristle at any game, it is like beneath beneath any of like the little nitpicks that I have is the idea that my time is being wasted. Yeah. And animal crossing takes an astonishing amount of time to do anything in, right? Mm -hmm. Like it takes so fucking long to like get all the fossil. If you're not like, if you're not cheating, like, yeah, if you're not cheating, if you're playing it the way it's intended, playing it the real way. Right. Uh, But the, the 
doing the the doing nothingness of Animal Crossing is pleasurable on its own. And so it sounds like Littlewood is like compounding that that expectation and burden put on you right at the outset of being like, you have to go do all these things in service of the game, as you described it, Dave. It's also just being like, it's going to take a really long time. <laughs> just yeah. because. Just because. <laughs> just because. Yeah. But yeah, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, you like you gotta take the balloon over to the forest to chop the bloody trees and then you chop the trees and of course you have only so much energy in a day and then you gotta go home and go to bed. Oh no. Yeah. F that. <laughs> is there, Susan, is there, is there, um, are there microtransactions? Are there, no. are there pay to win things? No, this is a $15 so game. So it's just bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if this was a if this was a mobile design, right, where like, okay, come back for your for your daily actions and blah blah blah. Yeah, right. it would make sense. Nope, nope. It ain't that kind of party. That's so weird. It's so well, the other thing about this that's so weird is that you're you're playing it at the same time as you've been on this very hard like sieve kick yeah Yeah. Civ is a very different sort of game but there is a a fundamental similarity in that you you need to put an inordinate amount of time into yes resources and development of the world and like i i wonder if i wonder if all of these little elements that would typically charm you and draw you to a game like this are made like the, the badness overwhelms them because you have such a wonderful experience that you're playing in tandem with it. Does no, that make sense? No, no. I, I totally get what you're saying. And I, I yeah. have realized that. <laughs> so my husband and I are playing Civ Co op. Yeah. And. I have discovered that all I really like to do in Civ is just make my my people happy. That's all I care about. I don't actually care about winning. I just want all the people in my cities to be happy. I'm like, do you have enough resources? Do you have enough food? And I like I like organizing that part of it. And like if he's like he's like, okay, I'm declaring war on Egypt, you go. Okay, absolutely. I support this. Right? Like, you know, because he wants to win, which is totally normal. By the way, I do not fault him for this. I'm like, he's not weird to want to win the game we've been playing for five hours. Um, no, it's just, it's, I was perfectly happy in Littlewood when I thought this was all going someplace. I was like, all yeah. right, I will, I will get the magic wood and I will get the, uh, the perfect wood and all that. I will do all these things and I will, fill the museum because you need to get one of everything to put in the museum I will do all of these things it doesn't matter that's when I really started to. I'm like wait a minute I have upgraded this person's house 100% it is now perfect it doesn't matter they don't they're like oh thanks you made my house nice <laughs> like they don't even give you like an item or anything they do they give you an item but and some of the items are like you can only finish someone's house when when you after you finish this other person's house because they give you the thing you need to to do whatever 
yeah, okay, cool. I I will say, like, again, in in other circumstances, it's not always a problem necessarily if there is no reward beyond just doing the thing. Right? Yeah. Like, if, if the thing is engaging enough, if then the that thing is, is yes, its exactly. own reward. Yeah. Uh, not to bring up Bell and Wonderwall again. Oh, no. But, oh, boy. But, I mean, I mean, now that I've played a lot of that game, my initial impression of this seems like a game made by fucking aliens who don't understand human beings in any way. Uh, so, there, there's a hub world. You know, like you have in a in a platformer, um, like Mario sixty four or whatever. Okay. Uh, ex- except that the the hub world is called the Island of Tim's. Now, as <laughs> it belongs to Tim, or there is more than one Tim, multiple Tims, multiple it? Tims, Susan. It's the Island of Tim's. I and you would assume you would assume that at some point in the development of this game, somebody would say to the people creating it that Tim is a very common name around the world. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, they they called it the Island of Tims. And the wait, 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 wait. Are there not Tims on the island? There are Tims, but Tims in Balan Wonderwall are gelatinous. It, lo- it looks like it peeps. You know, the Easter candy peeps? It looks like peeps came to life and won't stop following you. So there are just these little... I'm not immediately opposed to that idea. No. No. Well, now you know why I I keep playing this game. (laughs) (laughs) Are are these like the chows? These are are basically the chow equivalent in this game. They're called Tims. And... As far as I can tell, the Tims don't fucking do a goddamn thing. They, you, you can find eggs for more Tims in the levels, and then you come back to the island of Tims, and then there are more Tims. And in all the levels, instead of like coins in a Mario game, there are jewels. Okay. You find all these. They're yellow jewels and pink jewels and red jewels and blue jewels. I and. The only thing you do with the... You don't get, like, extra lives or something because there are no fucking lives. You bring the jewels back and then there are flowers around the island of Tim's that correspond to the colors of the gems. If you go to one of them, your character will just erupt jewels. They won't, like... It doesn't really look good. It looks like something happening in a Saturn game. Like, jewels will just erupt out of them. And then the Tims will come and eat the jewels. After they eat the jewels, they were a Tim will either become obese, and then you can throw a Tim at the obese Tim, and it will lay an egg, giving you another Tim. Or all the Tims will get on a giant fucking wheel. And as the wheel goes round, a number next to it like an old school like ticker display that you would see at an old-fashioned railroad station the numbers will go up and you hear a little click and at the bottom it says here's the next next number you need to reach to build the tower of tims and then if it goes around about a thousand times 3500 times then a, a a little like it looks like the mousetrap from the board game Mousetrap erupts from the middle. 
and then the Thames ride it. Why? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. You don't get any powers. You don't get... You don't unlock anything. Nothing happens. There's just more fucking Thames on the island of Thames. And I can't stop doing this. I just keep going in and feeding these little bastards their jewels and watching the number get bigger for nothing. Anthony oh found his God, cookie slime slicker. rancher. Uh, yeah, but I, I love it. I, I, I just sit there on the island of Thames. It's the exact opposite of your experience, Susan. I almost, yeah. at this point, I don't want there to be a point. <laughs> I don't want... <laughs> like, if there, if I found out that there was a goal, I would just be furious. <laughs> it's just Tim's doing Tim shit. And so, like, that's... It's perfectly okay. It's perfectly okay that there's no rhyme or reason. I don't need there to be a goal. But, like, in Littlewood, it sounds like, like, it gives you such concrete objectives. Make yeah. this house for this person. Make it better. And then to have them just be like, all right, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, Slime Rancher was a make the numbers go up game. But it was, you know, I, I would like to make, if I can combine this slime with this slime... I get a little pink raccoon slime. Awesome. And now I have little pink raccoon slimes running around my farm. Perfection. Right. And that's it's it. Awesome. Right. Yeah. Awesome. And, and, and catching them and feeding them and doing all that was pleasurable by itself. Yeah. Fantastic. This, the mechanics to make this, cause like here's, I have, it, obviously you take, you chop down a tree, you get wood, you take it to the, the little lumber mill, and you get planks. I have mm. so much material for making things. I do not need to go to the mine or the forest anymore. I don't. I have no need for it. I've built everything that I can build. But my stats aren't high enough, so I gotta go every day. Chop, 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 and just get more of it. It's dumb. <laughs> You know, this all started with you saying, this game doesn't suck. It, it, it now kind of sounds like you've talked yourself into being yeah. like, no, this game sucks. No, it no because cause the, the journey to get to the point where you realize they didn't write an ending, they were like, shit, we didn't think people would play this far, is, is quite nice. It's cute, and it gives you goals to work towards, and that's that's fun. And then it's just once you start approaching the, uh, is there? Uh, just stop. Just stop playing then, and you'll enjoy your experience. Huh. Did I uh, did I just waste 35 hours of my... No, 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 just go watch a movie. Don't think about it. Uh, I do, I do love the premise of Littlewood. I love, I love the, uh, the adventure has already happened thing, like the grand RPG adventure and the bad guys beaten. I love, Very I love, Dragon Quest builders. I, yeah, I love, I love when that's done well. Like Dragon Quest builders does that really well. Uh, and this, I mean, <laughs> I like you. You were like, "Yeah, I married the bad guy," and I was like, "Ooh, then what happened?" And it's like nothing. Yeah, 
Well, to be clear, we're just dating right now because I haven't saved up the 25,000 dewdrops necessary to get the engagement ring. Which weddings are weddings are so they're so expensive these days. They so are. You need they so are. Much and I'm not do. sure anybody's going to come because they're scared <laughs> of them. And anyway, uh, did you did you guys ever play? Um, oh man, I can't remember what the, what did I do to deserve this, my lord? Mm. Or uh, it's something ho- like, like ho- that. holy bad like bad man. Yeah, holy bad man. Holy bad man was the original name. Yes, amazing <sighs> PSP game uh, developed by Appar- Sony. Apparently, Japan. Uh, apparently they got sued, and the sequel oh. had to change its name yes. because bad man sounds too much like too much like, like Batman. Batman. What uh, did I do to deserve this, my lord? Yes, uh, amazing. Uh, Sony Japan game for PSP, which get get that shit while you can, kids, because that one's gonna vanish. Because uh, uh, Jim Ryan is personally murdering Jim, your childhood. Because yeah. Jim Ryan's a dick. Uh, it is it, it like you are just flat out your dragon lord, like in in it's like it's like Quest. a two D dungeon keeper basically, right? It's it's yep. like a two D dungeon keeper, and you make your little horrible fortress and you set where all the like dragon quest monsters go and the heroes come in and you you have to stop you don't get married you know nobody 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 defeats you and then tries to marry you but uh this description i was like i reminds me of a much better game um so uh to bring it home this is another another. This is really all. It's all of a piece. It's all of a piece. It's all connected, another, baby. Uh, it's all connected. So, in the same way that Littlewood is this direct imitation of Animal Crossing and not a successful one, uh, a new release of a widely imitated game uh, is out in the world. Monster Hunter Rise. There are many people in the Continue uh, podcast audience hanging out on our Discord playing this game as well. And I ended up playing this game by accident. I was not planning on playing this at all. <laughs> Did you like you trip and fall and like, oh, there's a switch with the game in it? So, so full disclosure, uh, I was sent a review code for this. You guys might know this. I don't review games anymore, and I have no yeah. idea why this was sent to me. Uh, but it was sent to me, and then I put it in my Switch because I had a couple of friends that were like, oh, we're going to do the Monster Hunter thing and let's all go do it. And I have I've played Monster Hunter fitfully uh, over the years. You know, I, I I try on Wii and Monster Hunter Four, but almost always I was either playing it because I was reviewing it or covering it for work, or uh, like it was a big enough thing that I was curious. Like when the the last PlayStation Four Xbox One One Monster Hunter World came out, I was like, oh, it's the big new thing and they're making it a lot more open and accessible to people and I really want to try that and like I've I've always admired Monster Hunter games uh, and I've always sort of I think the three of us have talked many times about some of the admirable imitators uh, that have come out of Monster Hunter things like Freedom Wars uh are for on our beloved PS Vitas. You want to talk about a game that feels like it it, it should be going somewhere, but doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. (laughs) It's so interesting. Uh, Soul uh, sacrifice. Have have you heard of uh, freedom war, Susan? Mm-mm. The concept's amazing. You're like you're. It's like this future sci-fi world. You're imprisoned. 
Mm-hmm. And like you have to work your sentence off, right? You have like a like basically like an infinite amount of days on your sentence, and each mission you do takes a certain amount of numbers off. And like I was intrigued enough by it for the first like two or three hours to go like, <clears throat> oh, I'm gonna work my sentence off. This is great. And then you're like, oh no, this is just the game. It, it, it's 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 <clears throat> it's it Little Woods you hard. Freedom gotcha. Wars. Yeah. Freedom, okay. War, Freedom War is Little Woods you hard. But like that—that's the thing. Like all, like Freedom Wars ends up, you know, little wooding you in the same way that Monster Hunter usually did. Like I, I like and admire Monster Hunter, but they are inordinate time sinks. Like it mm. takes so fucking long to do anything in old Monster Hunter. Like oh, go kill the monster. Like all right, well I'm playing by myself. Oh, don't worry, it's balanced for you to play by yourself. You're fighting the goddamn monster for forty-five minutes. And then you're like, I got a bone that I am now going to take back. And now I'm one fifth of the way to making a cool hat. Like, it just. Oh, no. That kind, that's. Yes. Yes. That is. That is the traditional monster hunter way. And it, like, okay. It is very satisfying. Like, especially like when you get good and you learn a weapon and learn how to navigate the Byzantine series of fucking menus that you have to learn like i swear to god the menus in old monster hunter it, it's like what if we made a ui that was an oubliette and we're going to lo- <laughs> 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 we're going to trap our players in this misery machine that they'll never escape that's what old monster hunter feels like and it the, the games were so successful that you you can clear they're like oh i guess people like it don't fix any of that shit okay so, so i i okay i've always wanted to get it into monster hunter and have just like i i, I don't know it just always seems like too too big a, a mountain to climb so i really yes. want to hear why you're into so, rise so yeah and so rise Rise, I, I fired it up, and at a bedrock level, this game seems to have been designed with a guiding principle of, what if we weren't wasting everybody's time on purpose? Mm. What if, what if, and this is just a crazy idea, that we took all the bullshit out and just let you play this game? Mm. And... The oubliette is still there. <laughs> but but the game is, and this is why this is the one you should finally play. Susan and everyone listening, if you've ever been curious and you're like, that's just too, too, the juice is not worth that squeeze. Uh, this time it is. Because it is, at every level, considering how to make this smoother for you. And that's from the macro to the micro. On the micro scale, you know, <laughs> one of the things you'd have to discover in the oubliette is how to craft items. And you're like, mm. all right, I gotta go out. And you'll find, like, mining outcroppings in the hunting grounds. And then you get, you, you have to make your own pickaxe. And then you have to go up to the mining thing. And then you gotta slowly hit it. You get one piece of iron. And you gotta slowly hit it again. 
You get another piece of iron. In Monster Hunter Rise, fuck it. No, you just have a pickaxe. It's always there. You see a mining outcrop. You don't w- slowly walk up to it. You get on your fucking dog, who's your palamute. What? Because he's your, Sorry, wait, cause wait. He's, he, your, pa- your palamute. Because he's your buddy. Not a malamute, mind you. Not a malamute. Palamute. Palamute. And he Love hangs it. out with, with your palico. Your palico, your, right. Okay. Your, who's your little cat buddy. <laughs> And you just ride right up to that mining outcropping. You fucking tap A. Boom. You got all three pieces of metal in that mining thing. It's just, you have it. You have it. You see an herb. You walk past that herb. You press A. Oh, you have the two herbs. We auto-crafted you your healing potion. Oh, what? Don't have to worry. Yeah. Auto-craft. Bam. You have it. Oh, there are more complex items. You can go into the menu. You just set it. You have your auto-crafting. It's very quick. Very easy. Macro scale. Hunts. You have your palico and your palamute. If you're hunting solo, that means you have three characters fighting oh. with you. You go out there, 45 minutes to kill some horrible dinosaur bird monster carrying around an egg. Nah, fuck that. 10 minutes. 10 minute missions. You get in there. It. If you're playing with other people, it finally appropriately scales the difficulty dynamically. You go in there. There are two people. Then, you know, fucking rando Calrissian joins from online because he left the, uh, the, <laughs> you left the lobby open. Uh, the dinosaur will now take a little bit longer to kill because it knows there are three people. Rando Calrissian drops. Fuck it. It's back down to two. You're only in there for a set amount of time. It's, it, it is all of the things that make Monster Hunter good. It's still enormously deep, but it no longer takes you 12 hours to just make a cooler hat. You're going to make a cool hat pretty quick. You're going to go out and you're going to find cool monsters. It's just awesome. And like every everything about it aesthetically is so rich and so pleasurable and so cool. Like something that you used to have to think about all, like in the old games. It would be like, all right, well, I'm going to a snowy region. I need to bring a hot drink so that I stop don't- it. Yeah, yeah, none of that shit. But <sighs> it was like, oh, eating a meal to get stat boost was really mm, fun. Mm-hmm. In this one, there's a young lady and all of her cat chef friends. They'll make you. They'll make. They'll make you dango treats. And they'll go and they'll just. They'll toss them around. And if you feel like watching their happy little cat dance because they're giving you food, you can watch the happy little cat dance, or you can skip that shit instantly. You're back out there getting into the world every time you fight a new monster every time you fight a new monster you know the mission will start and it takes on dave this shit is so you it's it's like a like a mock old showa era movie okay where it's where the like the, all of a sudden there's like old shitty 1960s film grain and it'll stop like, making me want to play Monster Hunter. I can't. And they'll sing. They'll sing a really weird song. They'll be like, "Oh, it's a bird that steals eggs, but now you're gonna have to kick it in the head." It's <laughs> fucking, fucking great. <laughs> it's so goddamn good. They fixed it. They fixed everything, and it is the the simplest answer is that it just respects your time. Uh, I mean. They're, they're the only problem, the only problem with this is that the onboarding into this 
you got to get through 45 minutes of like the worst tutorials in history. It's just, it's just like here, welcome to town, big text box in your face. <laughs> and then you're like, no, shut up. It's yeah, If you're going to try this, if you're going to get in there, my one recommendation is just ignore, <laughs> ignore 99.9% of the tutorial boxes. Just like skip, 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 and then get into the game and just mess around. Uh, because that's the easiest way to like figure it out. Question. Um, yeah. Is there a story? There is a story. There is a story. And like this is this one. So Monster Hunter World was the first one to try and like make the story matter. And it, it went a little bit too far because okay. it tries to create this drama. And like you're you're who you are is you're even less of a character than like Link or Gordon Freeman or like your typical mm-hmm. silent protagonist. Like you're, you're nobody. You're just, you're an MMO hero. You're yeah. You're like, okay. welcome aboard Hunter. Uh, but like there, there is a story. It is much easier to play this game by yourself than it is to play any other monster hunter. It's much, okay. much easier. It's sounding a lot like fantasy star online. The good it, version. It, 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 you soon? It's time. Now they, they've, <laughs> they've PSO-ified Monster Hunter for people like us and, and and have invited us back into the fold. Yeah, all right, I'm in. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, yep. the, the, right. the story the story is you're in a village you're and you're at this place and there is a, a thing that happens uh, every you know so and so years like and it's called the rampage and the rampage is a bunch of monsters are flipping the fuck out and you're there to beat them back from the town during this period and i mean like it's it (laughs) i part of why i love this game is like it's that premise sounds like a real opportunity for the game to like start pouring it on thick of yeah like, yeah you've been destined and to, oh it's so important to take care of these things and m- world kind of went in that direction especially with the expansion uh whereas this game is just like hey man fuck it you want you and your dog and your cat want to hang out and mess up some monsters you can do it man welcome aboard let's just let's 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 chill uh the dog is entirely new too. The dog makes everything better. The dog. Well, I mean, yeah. I uh, Susan, so many, so many petting options. So many, <laughs> so many petting options. I forgot. You have a third pet who you can hang out with in town. He's an owl. He's your cohoot. Is your? Oh my god. He's, he's your cohoot. I thought they were going to call him your pal, but oh, that would be good too. You can put him. You can put him in a very fancy little outfit, <laughs> and I will. Yeah, uh, man. I again. I I was I was like neck deep in Oberdin and all of these other games, and my friends were like, "Hey, do you want to play Monster Hunter Rise?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll play through that fucking tutorial, and then we can do this on Sunday night because I want to maintain social relationships." And then I, you know, you know that that thing that happens. When you start playing a game and you don't realize you love it yet, and you're like, I'm just going to do this for a few more minutes. 
I'm just gonna do this for a few more minutes. That I'm was do this for a few. That minutes. was Paradise Killer for me. I was like, Monday, I, was like oh, I got a ten in the morning. I'll play this for an hour, and five o'clock rolls around. Do this for a few more minutes. A few more minutes. Yeah, you got you oh. got doomed, son. Yeah, I got it. I got Dude, it. Because that's it, I got a review copy. I didn't have to review it. I was like, well, they sent it to me. I guess I should be polite. Many hours later. <laughs> it would be rude. It would be rude. Not, not at least give it a... To send it to me. The old college boot. Uh, yeah. I, this is apparently huge for Cap... Like, it's doing gangbusters for Capcom. But it's like doing gangbusters, but in the way that, like, no one's... Within, like, the gaming media sphere, no one's really talking about it. Yeah. I think like, it's just, like, accepted as a given. Like, oh, well. Yeah. yeah. New Monster it's, Hunter. It's, it, well, it feels like Fortnite or PUBG in that way, where, like, it's it's officially reached the critical mass, where it's, yeah, where it's like, well, this game is selling millions and millions of copies, mm-hmm. but no one in games media plays it. <laughs> so, like, no one writes yeah. stories about it. It really reminds me of when Fallout 4 came out. You guys remember, like, at the time, we were like, why is there no coverage of this game? Like, why isn't, why aren't more people, like, cranking out that Fallout 4 content? And even when we would run stuff, people didn't really care. Yeah. And then when it came out, it was like, I, I, it's it's just a given. Like, everybody's going to play this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh yeah i this is this is definitely uh, monster hunter world was the start but this is the one that like this is it this is now mainstream institution level release for the series and the mo the moment you pick it up you'll you'll kind of get why uh the moment you race a dog up a waterfall and then leap off the dog 10 feet into the air and bring a giant sword down on the head of like a fucking swamp grass covered alligator and then you punch it for 10 minutes you'll be like all right now i get it this is (laughs) now i understand it's all clear to me now that was great runs runs good on switch dude i don't know how it's doing what it's doing on switch it's because it's because it's the reach for the moon engine it's it's (laughs) i learned that this that RE engine does not stand for Resident Evil engine. Yeah, that's I thought it was. It's no, reach for the it's moon. It's reach for the moon engine. God damn it, Capcom. God damn. Uh yeah, dude. This the um there there like even in handheld it, this game looks and runs ridiculous. The the only thing that's rough is when you're leaving town to go to one of the maps or if you're coming back the load times are rough. Like, mm. it's 90 seconds. Like, we're talking, like, a solid... Like, we're at, like, Witcher 3 load times. Uh, it's it's harsh. But once you're in either town or out in the field, nothing. Everything is instantaneous. So nice. there's, like... That's... Yeah. I, it, it's crazy. Crazy. Um, speaking of crazy... Who the hell would cause this show to happen? Who, who, in their, <laughs> who in their right mind? Who in their right mind would do this to the world? Who, who should Dave, we s- who? subpoena for 
crimes. Uh, yeah, so our Patreon backers, patreon.com slash continue podcast. Uh, at the $10 level, you get a shout out on the show, which I'm going to do right now. Uh, shout outs to Toast, uh, Doom Cow, Adam Gauntlet, Adam Condra, Michael Coffee, The Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Double Taco, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony One of Seven, Eric Van Quill, Frank Sands, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Yaddle, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Skip Dippity, Tim Chesson, Ryan Mance, Daniel Squire, Tom Covenant, Kalen Houston, and Nick Grugan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, so you all much. so, so much. Um, you have questionable taste, but thank you. <laughs> you're, you're Genuinely, that, thank you. you you're, you're people who are like, I want to fucking hear about Tim's in Tim's. <laughs> <laughs> on which those Tim's reside. Uh, yes, uh, if you are not a Patreon backer and you wish to become a Patreon backer so that you can fund questionable choices like the purchasing of Balan Wonderwall... Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash continue podcast and toss a dollar our way because that lets us keep the show going and to get the things that we talk about on the show for your edification. Uh, <clears throat> you can also follow us uh, on Twitter, twitter.com slash continue pod. You can find us on Spotify and Apple uh, podcasts and all of those wonderful things. And if you leave us a review at those places, that is enormously helpful to us. Uh, in terms of surfacing the show to new listeners. Uh, Susan, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on der Twitters uh, under the name of, appropriately enough, Susan Art. There you go. Uh, Dave Roberts. Where can find me on Twitter, at David Robots. Instagram, also at David Robots. Fitfully on Twitch at twitch.tv slash continue podcast. I'll get back on there one of these days. People, people want us to stream Paprium. I think we'll we'll have to we'll have to indulge them. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> you have to read a line from this for Susan. I don't think it's this manifesto that the, the guy manifesto, who, yeah. the manifesto that came with my Genesis game. I'll yeah, not to, not today. I have no idea where the box is right now. It's somewhere in here. Um, you can follow me on Twitter as well at a John Agnello where you guys can hear stories about how I'm just randomly stopped by octogenarian women on the street who ask me if I want a DVD and a book. Uh, and then then she hands them to me. That's a thing that happened a couple of days ago. Do you you're gonna find out, you're, you're gonna find out that this is like a, like a cloak and dagger style scenario where, yeah, the, where yeah. this this Liza Minnelli film has just, some secret CIA documentation on it, and now the want, government's after you. And also this, Russia. Do, do you want and then this movie? And then a no, small the, child uh, the, who has an imaginary friend who's oh god, what's his name? <laughs> uh, Dave, the oh, I thought you were going enemy of the state with this, not actual cloak and dagger. No, the yeah, the movie Cloak and Dagger with the, uh, the, the, the offer board game character. The offer what? was, I'm getting rid of this this movie and book. Do you want them? It as Liza Minnelli. That was the whole pitch. That was the whole pitch, and I was. Just I mean, how do you so. say no? Don't say no. You gotta. You just gotta. You gotta. You gotta, you gotta it's like that movie. Yes, man. Uh, all right, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>